sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all warble like nightingales. Give your throat a treat. Take a time from the bird. Now you all know the word. Hello again out there in Birdland, it's uh, Anson Tebbets along with... Chip uh, Armstead. Well, the uh, roller coaster weather was with us this week. It certainly um, warmed up and then it cooled down again, but this weekend it's going to you know, be up there again. So, But um, boy, the spring arrivals, I know we're, uh, we are into March now. Um, we had an extra day this year because it was leap year. How, what did you do for leap year? Did you have a big celebration, Chip? Oh. An extra day, an extra yeah. day to go birding. That's a that's a good thing. That's a good thing. So twenty nine, yeah, twenty nine days and uh, you bet, you bet. So um, extra day birding, but gosh, um, I know I know it's not terribly early, but um, the red winged blackbirds were actually on top of the hill in Cabot this week, which is I think wow. pretty early. I got to go back. We used to keep the list. Back when we were kids, I'm have to look in the drawers and find it when we we're in 4-H. But I think, uh, I, I don't remember February being, I always think March when I think red-winged blackbirds. Right, yeah, that that uh, seemed early. It would be interesting to get those records out, Anson, because it, that's, that's definitely early. And, you know, it's one thing for the Champlain Valley maybe, but, yeah, but Cabot, mm, at higher elevation, that's, that's something that's... Uh, Interesting, and uh, grackles have uh, been back to you know, and we're not talking about huge numbers, but just seeing any uh, end of February, very beginning of March, yeah, it's definitely early. Um, I usually think of these birds coming back, uh, you know, middle of March, end of March, um, except you know for the odd individual. Yeah, no, I just think uh, you know, late February is just a, a tad early, but it's been extremely. You know, I think we did hit 60. Didn't we hit 60 this past week in some areas of Vermont? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think on one of those days, I, I was walking in my neighborhood in Burlington and saw a crocus, a crocus flower. <laughs> it wasn't open, but it had popped up enough that you could see the whole flower. Uh, uh, and you know, the, the calendar hadn't turned to March yet. Uh, so that that was a first for me seeing a crocus in February. Yeah, and you know traditionally we can get some big uh, snowstorms in March, so we'll see how it goes. There's not a lot of snowpack. Um, you know, the, there's still plenty of bare ground in some regions of Vermont. In the hills, it's totally different, but um, it's still pretty um, pretty limited um, snowpack. Um, so uh, so that one um, at the farm. We also uh, my brother is reporting a red-shouldered hawk that's been visiting this week, which I haven't seen one of those in a long time. Yeah, that's a great hawk. Um, they, um, you know, it's not a super common hawk in Vermont, but they're pretty widespread in the state. Um, maybe not the Northeast Kingdom so much. And occasionally uh, individuals overwinter in the state. Um, you know, most of them migrate, migrate south, but there are the odd individuals who to tough it out in Vermont and southern New England that's a cool bird uh, I don't get to see him very often either and 
they're yeah they're they're a very pretty bird very elegant hawk i think mm. um uh, you know smaller than a red-tailed hawk that red shoulder that red shoulder uh, a little difficult to see when it's perched and even when it's flying but it's got this red shoulder patch um more of a chestnutty color uh, and kind of rufusy underneath uh, is it? Do you know if it's an adult or a, or a young bird? I think it's an it's an adult, and um, there's been some sort of raptor that's been keeping an eye on the uh, on the turkeys as well. Um, so I don't know if it's that one or not. It was um, well down into the field, so it was hard to see. But there was a a raptor had its eye on the, a flock of turkeys as well. Huh. Yes, I can't imagine a red shouldered hawk going after a turkey, but. Who knows? Because like, they, maybe they even, I wonder if the turkeys, when they're going through a field, stir things up a bit. You know, mice scurry around. Uh, they're like acting like beaters for the red-shouldered hawk. I don't know. That's just a theory. No, and they we've got, you know, we got 30 or, 30 or 40 um, consistently turkeys uh, making the rounds. And they have, you know, they do have trails that they, you know, they, they roost in the back of the, in the sugar bush, and then they fly down into the fields in the morning, right on schedule. Turkeys, the habit, the habits of turkeys are pretty regular. I mean, they get up the same time, they fly down about the same time, they forage the same time. They get this trail network they do. So, yeah, you're right. And there's not there's not a tremendous amount of snow in the fields, but there is snow. And I think it's been a good year for turkeys because there hasn't been a lot of deep uh, deep snow or cold. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's great. You get to watch their patterns like that. It's fun when you can get to get to know a bird or a group of birds. What what time do they put on the coffee? It's about seven sixteen. Because I get nervous. I'm like, I haven't, um, <laughs> you know, where are they? Um, at at seven sixteen, and of course, there's we have red squirrels and gray squirrels, and I think we've got. I've never seen so many gray squirrels up on the hill in my life. We usually have the red squirrels, but there's like a family of five um, uh-huh. destroying the feeders. God, they're just so good at it, you know. But they uh, they put this seed on the ground for other birds. Yeah. I wonder if the red-shouldered hawks go after squirrels. I'm, I'm sure you got me thinking about those red-shouldered hawks because in the in the nesting season, they feed on amphibians, snakes, probably rodents too. Um, so it's, it, I wonder what they eat this time of year. Yeah. My guess is rodents. But yeah. uh, maybe, who knows, maybe they'll go after a red squirrel. Yeah. Curious to know. Yeah. Uh, a lot of maple being made this week as well because we had a good sap run. Um, saw those reports. And that coincides with some of the, you know, the spring arrivals. And the other spring arrival that I, I heard, which I think is really early, I was in South Burlington and I did hear a woodcock that was in the in the marsh or the swamp. Um, and I thought, yeah, doing that. I was like, it was one of those, it was dusk and it was... Uh, whatever week it, day of the week it was where it was really warm in the evening might have been Wednesday maybe maybe Wednesday night um, and there it was maybe it was Tuesday night but it was warm anyway and I was like oh my gosh there it is and that seemed like a, that was really early but maybe I'm just yeah off my calendar yeah they, yeah, they, yeah they, again it's kind of like the blackbirds and the grackles there are individuals who come back earlier there's always this you know every species seems to push the envelope a bit um which is good because if birds weren't changing or if there weren't individuals that were um you know arriving earlier than others you wouldn't get um 
the species as a whole changing its migration timing over over a period of time and that's important with with changing climate um, birds need to be keeping up with the changes yeah. so that's you know it's a it's alarming in some ways but it's also like um you know maybe it's promising i'm being optimistic <laughs> i guess um but yeah that's a bird that comes back surprisingly early i, I look at that the long beak of a woodcock, woodcock and think wow if it's cold weather foraging must be get rough you know imagine that the rock solid ground so they, they seek out seeps and swampy areas places where where things haven't been aren't frozen because um, they need to probe in the in the soil with that long bill to find invertebrates yeah and like on a, on thursday morning the ground was frozen again so um, that woodcock is probably working a little harder on on thursday <laughs> They put on a different bit on their bill, you know. <laughs> now you think about that, it's like, you want to be careful where you're hammering, right? <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. They put on the auger, little augers. <laughs> yeah. extension to that. Yeah, no. And um, I saw uh, this bluebirds are here, but I think those stayed over the winter time. I've seen, a, a, they, they seem, but on warm days, you can hear them, you know, bubbling and singing. Oh, nice. Yeah, I've been hearing robins singing as well. So, and the same thing. Robins have been here this winter. Um, same thing as every winter. Uh, but it seems like there's more, and I'm definitely noticing them um, singing in the morning, along with cardinals singing nuthatches. So, yeah, there's. I love those early signs of of spring, even yeah. though it's just the beginning of March. Yeah, good stuff. All right, then. Well, everyone enjoy enjoy your weekend. Um, I hope everyone can get to a get to a sugar house over the next few weeks. Um, the end of March is the big open house, so you can go and you can do the entire tour on Saturday and Sunday. I think it's the the end of March, the last weekend in March, so that's kind of fun. fun. And it's the same time with all the birds start coming back too, so it coincides nicely. Yeah, get out and enjoy. You bet. Until next time, I'm Anson Tebbets. I'm Chip Darmstadt. For the birds. But- I'll sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all warble like nightingales.